In this special episode of Techopia Live, we talk with one of Ottawa's foremost experts in immigration law about how the pandemic has impacted the ability of local technology companies to recruit foreign talent. Welcome to Techopia Live. Hello, I'm Michael Kern from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to this bonus episode of Techopia Live. I'm really uh, thankful that you've joined us here today. And we're going to dig into a really interesting topic that I think impacts many technology companies. Uh, talk to anyone in the talk technology sector for any amount of time uh, about barriers to growth and the conversation will quickly turn to the topic of talent. Uh, sure, there might be a ta general talent shortage in Ottawa, but what makes the issue acute for the technology sector is that they really need world-class technical talent with highly specialized skills. So it's not a question of hard to find that talent in Ottawa. Sometimes it's impossible to find that skill set in Ottawa. So if the answer to your uh, HR talent strategy is to look outside of Canada, then today's guest is just for you. He has spent 24 years at Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougall, a sponsor of Techopia Live. At Pearlie, he is the immigration law specialist, not only a great lawyer, but he's involved in many community projects. That includes, by the way, Ottawa's Dragon Boat Festival. He spent 28 years helping with this and also a co-founder of a charitable organization that helps people in northeastern lowlands of Ethiopia. It's my pleasure to welcome Warren Kreitz. Hello, Warren. Hello, Michael. That's great for you. Great to have you here today. Thank you for um, inviting me to join this topic and and to participate in a conversation uh, that you've set out for us. It's a great one. Yeah, it's and it's one I think that's very relevant. Uh, as I indicated, Warren, when I talk to uh, technology companies, um, it's incredible. It's you know they use the term "there's a war for talent." And, you know, it's I think in, of all the sectors in Ottawa, uh, technology sector in particular really needs that world class talent because, of course, the world is their uh, marketplace. Um, so just uh, just before we get into this, uh, the issue of, of immigration law and how it uh, relates to uh, bringing foreign talent into country, just give us a little bit to tell us a little bit about what you do at Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougall Warren. I, we represent uh, in this in this firm. Um, technology employers, uh, companies that are using the temporary foreign worker program to fill gaps in the labor market. We represent companies as well as individuals who are in Canada who want to stay here or want to get extended status or others who aren't yet here in Canada that companies are trying to recruit, either as intercompany transfers from an affiliated company or they've recruited them from because they've gone to the marketplace and, and look for the skill the precise skill that they're looking for. So we we help them through the work permit process, the permanent resident process, and then for those who need it to acquire Canadian citizenship. So their status in Canada is as durable as is possible. So, you know, Warren, I don't have to tell you the last 18, 19 months have been very unique, to put it mildly. 
Um, it's generally, you know, accepted that uh, immigration to Canada is a, there's some great uh, societal, but also some great economic benefit to that. The newly elected uh, Liberal government, in fact, has a fairly ambitious goal uh, over the next few years, bringing in 401,000 immigrants and having that rise to about 421 uh, 421,000 that is in 2023. But let's let's talk about the last 18 to 19 months, uh, Warren. What have you witnessed when it comes to immigration into Canada during the pandemic? Well, the first uh, chapter of the pandemic back in 2020, when the whole world shut down, but also too, so too did their uh, the government of Canada's ability to process immigration applications. They didn't have and I think it's true of many governments and many, many companies didn't have the document management system that allowed their officers to work remotely. So the plan in 2020 was to bring in 340,000 new permanent residents. That plan was not achieved. Uh, there was a shortage in that year of 156,000. Big gap between the plan and what they were able to achieve. So. The government is now making making things a little bit easier, a little bit faster. They're doing everything they can to play catch up, to overcome the gap from 2020 of that 156,000, and then deliver the new plan for this year of another 400 over thousand, over over 400,000. So, so that's just the permanent resident gap. But there's also work permits because it takes longer for someone to transition from a work permit to a permanent residence. So, so we have to speed up the processing for the temporary worker for program or find ways or pathways uh, that are more simple than the previous rules. So, so there's a gap, there's a shortage. It's, it's, a, it's a demographic crisis for the whole country, but particularly for the sector that we're speaking to today. So, so let's dig into that a little bit. There might be um, executives at H at, at technology firms. There might be HR executives listening to us right now, and saying uh, maybe they've never they've never done this. They can't find the talent in Ottawa. They can't find it in Canada. So they need to look elsewhere. So start to lay some of this out for us. What are their options when it comes to recruiting foreign talent, uh, Warren? Well, if they're if the talent they want is a recent graduate who's on a study permit, then there's a process to get that graduate off the study permit and onto a postgraduate work permit very quickly. They get a work permit very quickly, they can start working immediately, and if that employee works out for the employer, then they work a year, they get a bonus of points for their graduate certificate from Canada, as well as for their one year of work experience in Canada, and that is an instant pathway forward for them to transition to permanent resident status and stay with that company. That's for people already in Canada who have graduated and work on a work permit. For those not yet here, there's other tools in the toolbox that allow that to happen. Um, there is something called the Global Talent Stream, which the government of Canada set up about five years ago. That has a particular list of occupational titles, many of them in the technology field, many of them in software or engineering programming and so forth. The, we can get work permits for those individuals if they qualify under the certain listed occupations in about three weeks only. 
which is usually, I mean, the employer comes to us and says, we're urgent, we got to get this person here. And we get them the work permit as quickly as that. Then they say, oh, we're just not ready yet. Or the person's not ready to move yet. They got to sell their house or, or so on. So, so if we can get the immigration piece solved quickly, then the, the business plan can proceed. The person's uh, you know, wrapping up their affairs in the foreign country can can proceed as well. Family members, very important to get family members, if there are any accompanying spouses or children, get them settled on the permits that they need. So that's that's one of the pathways. There are many of them, though. There are many different pathways to achieve a, a work permit for the principal applicant and other permits for the family members, which are just as important. So, so uh, let's just uh, play this out a little bit, to Warren. So, you know, there's a technology executive. They want to recruit someone. Maybe they're living in the States or India or some other part of the world, Europe. And uh, they phone you and they say, I'm interested. So let's presume it's not a student, by the way. Let's yeah, presume yeah. it's someone on one of those specialized uh, skills lists. They phone you and they say, we want to bring this person over uh, to Canada uh, on a temporary work permit. What are some of the questions they sh you will ask them or the issues they should be thinking about? The first thing I want to see is their passport. So, so if they're coming from a country that does not require a visa, but does require the work permit, if we're visa exempt, for example, United States or all of Western Europe, Australia, including you know the, the continents of Australia and New Zealand and and, and Korea and Singapore and, and Japan and other countries in Asia. If they're visa exempt, then we can sometimes do the processing of the work permit right in the airport here in Canada when they get off the plane. And within 30 minutes, they're granted the approval, okay? If they come from a country and they don't yet have a visa to visit Canada, then we have to make these applications online or to the embassy or consulate nearby to where they live in the country in which they're located. That processing can take longer. If they're from a country that has a higher tuberculosis rate than Canada, they too have to do a medical test, which is exempt otherwise if they come from a country that has a neutral or less tuberculosis rate than, than does Canada. So the source country is very important in our strategy and depending on the source country can take longer or less time. That's a, well, that's a starting point for me is, is where are they coming from? What's your target? When do you want them here? What country are they coming from? What do we have to do to get them the, both the visa and the work permit approval? So, so that's really interesting. I hadn't thought of that. So again, if, if I'm a technology executive, I'm looking to recruit. One of the things I might need to consider when I phoned you is, is you're going to say, Warren, well, there's some countries where we can make this, where this is easier. There's some countries where sure. this is a little harder. A little longer. To, yeah, we're longer. It's just I, longer. I wouldn't yeah. call it a car. There's extra steps okay. if it's from a country that requires a visa. That's all. Yeah. So when, you, when you're doing this work for technology uh, companies, where do they tend to be recruiting from these days? Oh, um, I mean, it, it's a long list, really. But, but you mentioned India, uh, China also, uh, America for sure, because we've got a Canada-US-Mexico agreement that facilitates the flow of technology professionals at the border. So those work permits can be applied for right at the border. Uh, the UK, France, uh, other places, Germany. Um, I mean, th there has to be an alignment of the push-pull factors. Canada has to be attractive. There has to be a job offer uh, issued by the Canadian employer. But, but the country they're coming from needs to be one of... of such whereby there's some push factors. The, the, the family or the individual wants to leave that country. 
so Canada, the employment is important, but also the, the, the livability factors, the lifestyle factors that are presented here in the Ottawa area are very attractive for people that are interested in leaving some source country. So we call this the push-pull factors. When they align, it's a perfect scenario to work on the work permit, get the family here, get them settled, and then transition them after about one year off the work permit, which has an expiry date, onto permanent resident status. And that's thanks for that segue, because that's what I was going to ask. And it might be a little bit of a tangent. So they're coming here on a temporary work basis. Do, do you find that many of these people actually become Canadian citizens at some point? Yeah, the intermediate step being permanent resident status. Yes, I, I would say what I see is is most people have a comfortable settlement. They have great employment. If they've got family members, their spouses and children are, are, uh, are happy here and they want the permanent resident status as a priority. So the sooner we can get them permanent resident status, the, the that's a priority for them. The sooner they're more stable here. They don't have a work permit that expires. They've got permanent resident status and they appreciate employers that understand this transition and want to help them through it. So Warren, I want to zoom out a little bit. You've worked in the sector for so long and would have placed and helped so many people come to Canada. I, I, I'm really curious to get this question. I like to think of Canada as a country that's very welcoming, a country that's very open to immigration, uh, particularly when it you know, comes to uh, people coming for economic reasons. Do you see the real tangible benefit from an economic standpoint to immigration? Well, the numbers I read are that uh, the 75% of the population growth in Canada right now is taking place only because of our immigration programs, which are very positive, the many of them, federally and provincially. So, so we've got a very low and stagnated fertility rate. It's, it's about 1.2. It's, I think, the seventh lowest in the world. We're an advanced industrialized nation where, where uh, families are, are putting off or punting out uh, child rearing. Um, and, and so we've got a low fertility rate. The only way to overcome the gap, the demographic gap that's going to happen as a result of our low fertility rate is to have a positive immigration program. So 75% of all new labor growth, labor force growth in Canada for the whole country is caused by our immigration program. So that tells you right there how important it is to the economy of our country. Absolutely. I would I would tend to agree with that. Uh, of course, Warren, we've only scratched the surface uh, of this issue in our uh, 15 or so minutes here. Um, if someone has a question for you, how can they, what's the best way to contact you, uh, Warren? Well, through email or call, I mean, email address wcretes at perla.ca uh, or at my website, warrencretes.com. Uh, um, we, we respond. I've got a team of people that help me to be attentive uh, and and customize solutions for the immigration plan for the individual who's going to be working, but also for their family members. Uh, it's very important to think ahead, to design an, uh, a strategy that's comfortable to the employer and the employee. So I'm you just have to Google my name, and it's I'm, I'm easy to find, and 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 we try to respond within 24 hours to all outside inquiries. So, and just as we wrap up, Warren, I think you know we we talked at the outset uh, of the impact of the uh, of the pandemic on the immigration process. I think the message you're sending is, yeah, there were some big hiccups in in the process, but 
uh, you know, the government has kind of worked those out and, you know, it is, you can bring workers into Canada now. This is a doable thing, right? Absolutely true. Yeah. The, the government, just as another example to overcome the gap, is they lowered the points from 450 points required as a measure of someone's education, work experience, age, language abilities, and so forth. They lowered it from 450 points to only 75 points. Wow. And used to get a draw of, let's say, only 4,000 people applying uh, when the points were 450. At 75, they got 27,000 who are suddenly eligible because of the drop in points, which happened in February of this year. So we're working on those cases now. And, and you never know when the government's going to do that again, because they're behind the scenes. They see how many applicants have uploaded their profiles and are waiting for an invitation to apply for permanent resident status. When the government needs, it has a gap in the numbers, they just lower the points, which they did in February. And that will happen up and down as, as we work together. It's, and your, your profile, once we upload it, is good for 12 months. And we can improve it by adding work experience and, and educational credentials and so forth, including of the spouse. So, so there's all kinds of hope that our uh, recovery is well underway in our immigration program. Uh, the government was slow last year in the months of March, April, May, and June. The borders are now opening. Uh, but there's there's a recovery under underway, and we'll get back to the numbers and more because the numbers, as you said at the opening comments, Mike, in this uh, in this piece, um, um, the plan is ambitious. The 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 newly elected Liberal minority government has promised and pledged to grow that number way beyond what we've seen historically. That's good. And and on on the business side, as we're talking about today, you know, totally. I, I think business leaders, particularly those in the technology sector, are saying, "Let's go." You know, we need to get uh, we need to expand our workforce. So, Warren, thank you so much. You you know, you've shared, you've got a couple decades here of experience, and you've shared such great tips with us. We really appreciate you being with us here, Warren. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, Michael, and best wishes to you and all your team. Thank you. Okay, it's, let's recognize our sponsors now. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies, Pearly Robertson Hill & McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law, TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies, the University of Ottawa Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, we post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. If you're on Facebook or Twitter, you can find Techopia at Techopia OTT. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. A big thank you once again to Warren Kreitz of Pearly Robertson, Hill & McDougall, their immigration uh, law specialist and the head of the department, I should have pointed out. Uh, he shared many great tips. Uh, that's it, all the time we have for this episode of Techopia Live. We will be back soon with more great interviews that uh, are pertinent to the local technology sector. Uh, please stay connected with us and stay safe. Bye-bye.